Magic milkshake machine. Hey, what's up? Ooh, this is exciting. What's going on, Chiz? I'm watching South Park in German. Wow. Yeah. Hey, Vroom nicked off Deutsch. Hold on, let me turn it down. Vroom nicked off Suck it's, My Balls. Yeah. It's so funny. It's this. It's the episode. I, I've never seen this episode in uh, America, but it's one where Paris Hilton comes and, inv- and invades uh, one of the kids' homes. I That's can't every really episode. tell. But uh, it's pretty funny. Now, and then there's this, what do you mean uh, in America? Why, why are you on the telephone? No, no, no. I mean, I'm watching South Park. While yeah, but I'm on why the phone. are you on the phone? Why aren't you here? Because I'm, <laughs> I'm in Germany. Oh. <laughs> das ist gut. I get it. <laughs> what are you doing there? Well, I've been here since last uh, Thursday for work. Uh-huh. I thought it was because of your lycanthropy. Yeah, to go see no, but, a gypsy. Oh. No, but have I got some stories for you guys? Let me tell All you. All right. So I guess it, I guess it was a, a real, you know, vacation for you to go over there. Oh, yes. Indeed. A vacation with a capital V. Well, <laughs> what happened? No, well, before I get into what happened, I just want to tell you about this advert I just watched for Hogan Knows Best. <laughs> oh. It says... Hogan knows best. Fuck the rest. What? Wow. Whoa. I know. I, I had to write it down right away. I was like, oh, my God. Because yeah, you might forget something like that. I know. like Not like it rhymes or anything. Yeah. Um, well, to start off, I left, uh, what was it, last Wednesday, I left out of Newark, New Jersey. And my flight took off an hour later, which when I did the math, I was like, hmm, this is going to put me an hour later uh, upon arrival in Frankfurt, and that could be really tight with me making my connecting flight. Mm-hmm. So I did miss my connecting flight, but before I missed my connecting flight, let me tell you, I arrived in Frankfurt in Terminal C, and I was departing, my uh, connection was departing out of Terminal A. So I ran from Terminal C to Terminal A. When I got to Terminal A, there was this loopy line, like an amusement park of security that I had to get through. Mm-hmm. And by this time, I had like 20 minutes left till my um, flight was going to be leaving. I had already missed the boarding time, and I was really sweating bullets. So I finally worked my way through the security. I get to gate A15. There's nobody there. And I'm like, oh, my God, oh, my God, what am I going to do? Mm-hmm. So I go over to A17. They send me up to 19. There's nobody at 19. So I asked somebody at like 20 or whatever was adjacent, 21. They said, oh, geez, this must not be your day. This, this, this uh, connecting flight was moved to 26. Uh-huh. I'm like, oh, my God. I'm like, oh, my God. So I'm running like football field lengths to get to 26. I get to 26. They tell me it's at 30. What? Is this so a joke? I am just, so I'm at the panic like stage pong, now. Ping pong ball. Yeah, I, exactly. I'm sweating. I'm, I'm, I'm disoriented. You're German I, pachinko. I try, <laughs> yeah, that's what it was, German pachinko. So I'm trying, I'm trying to run down to 30 as best as I can, but by this time, you know, this is after being on a nine-hour flight. You're dehydrated. You're tired. You're a bit disoriented. I get down to 30, and the lady goes, oh, no. That's leaving from, like, A, I don't even remember now, like, A23. And I'm like, oh, my God. At this point, it was 9.13, and my flight was taking off in two minutes. And I said to the woman, I said, please call down to my gate and have them hold it for me 
So she calls, and it's busy. And she looks at me, and she goes, run. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so let me tell you, this is after running several football field lengths, and I am exhausted. I, I, I've reached my, my breaking point, and um, so I'm running as fat, as quickly as I can. I get to the gate. Of course, there's nobody there except one German fellow who's, who's helping another woman who apparently missed her connecting flight. So I go to him, I say, uh, I, I kind of interrupt, and I, I'm like, sir, sir, I'm like, I need to get on my, my plane that's going to Cologne. And he looks at me, and just like saying the sky is blue or I had eggs for breakfast, he's like, oh, yeah, that plane already left. <sighs> I wanted to die. I was really upset. I started crying a little bit because I was panicky, and, you know, I don't have my luggage. I'm like, oh, my God, what's going on? So he goes, no problem, I'll put you on the high-speed train to Cologne. It leaves in 35 minutes. Wow. In the interim, there's a woman, this, uh, this woman, I think she was from like Johannesburg or South Africa somewhere, um, and she missed her flight as well. She had all these bags, right? all these plastic, uh, plastic, plastic, that's a new word for you, plastic, plastic. Pla- black plastic bags. And so it was kind of like a godsend I was there for her because I helped her carry her shit. Yeah. All the way through, all the way to the train station, which was a good fifteen minute walk. So I got on the train, and and that was fine. I was just really, I was worn out. I called Wiggly. Wiggly, how many times did I call you? And we only spoke like three seconds. Yeah, lots. It was crazy. Three in the morning or whatever. Hmm. I know, I know. So I finally arrived in and no, like, I think it's four. Mm. I hadn't gone to bed yet. Yeah, yeah, it was around four four thirty. Eastern Standard Time, and uh, so I arrive in Cologne, and uh, I go to collect my luggage, and it's not there. So long story short, my luggage was lost, and I didn't get it until the following afternoon. So I've learned a good lesson, and that's definitely take a spare underwear, yeah. bra, socks, uh, toothpaste, toothbrush, anything you need, deodorant, because I had nothing. And you can always like, uh, take, just take a pair of scissors. And then you, when you get at your hotel, you just take the bed sheet and, you know, cut that into go. diapers and things like this. <laughs> well, the problem is they don't have bed sheets on the bed. Oh, well. You see, what they do is they have these down-filled comforter things. Yeah, I could do the pillowcase. Yeah. I could do the pillow. Make a, a mini skirt or something. And just make a diaper. Wear that around. <laughs> well, I liked your suggestion better, and that was for me to go downtown and buy some lederhosen and clogs. Oh, yeah. And a vest and a hat. I, I and said like you, should, a you should be like uh, you know, uh, like my cousin Vinny. That'd be great. Yeah. When he when he when he you know his suit got all smushed up and stuff, and he had to dress like that country bumpkin. She should go in there and lead her hosing and That's do the presentations like that. And that like made a Dutch me laugh hat and stuff so like hard. Mm. So I mean, not so I so I had a bit of trauma upon my arrival. You know, missing the flight, running to all these different gates, and then my lost luggage. It's like what next? Yeah. So um, I, I was quite busy Friday with an, a meeting all day, and uh, that is the day that I finally got my luggage. And Saturday, we set up our booth at this place called Col Mese, which is a gigantic convention center uh, where this uh, international candy and biscuit show is being held. And the show started Sunday, worked all day Sunday, worked all day Monday. Monday night, I was on this boat called the, Prince, the Rhine Princess. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's it's docked, okay? It's it's docked on the on the side of the Rhine River, and we have dinner with a bunch of people from the uh, Confectioners Magazine. Yeah. And before I I left to go to this event that evening, my stomach was a little upset, just yeah. a little bit. When I got there, I had a vodka and cranberry juice. It was like I think it was the first drink I've had in in Cologne. Vodka, and cr- I mean vodka and orange juice, screwdriver. And then I ate dinner. I had some smoked salmon and, and potatoes and whatnot. And uh, another long story short, I got food poisoning. Mm. So I was up I normally all don't night eat things my- that come out of something called Rhine. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Rhine. The Rhine. <laughs> and uh, so I didn't have fun Monday night. I was uh, very, very nauseous for several hours before I ever even threw up. So you know what that feeling is, the sweaty palms, mm. the... The chills, the all right, chattering. All right, all right. So then, uh, <laughs> so I missed work then on Tuesday. I was I was d- down for the count. I slept all day. The only time I was up was when people called to check on me. And that brings us to today. Fantastic. Well, I'm glad that you called in. By the way, I'm Wiggly, and uh, I'm Joe Negron, and I'm Chapter Charmed. And this is our magic milkshake machine, our musical fun show of observation. 
That's right. And we're just getting Chizzy on here for the first half of it. Now, what I did was I thought, hey, since Chiz isn't in the studio, I don't want to really go through with a whole big show, and especially, you know, just with the the Skype and things like that. But Right. So I thought what I'd do is I, I'd have you on for a little bit, and then we, Joe and I can bullshit a little. And then, uh, burp, uh, and then uh, <laughs> I thought maybe we'd have... Like, I, I play music from, like, all of our past That'd musical be fun. guests. Like, I contacted all of my friends. Yeah. I'm saying friends with the air quotes. Air quotes. Because of all my friends <laughs> that I've contacted in the field, uh, one of them has gotten back to me. What are they waiting for? Wait, don't, don't they have the computer? Don't they have don't the know. email it, and the MySpace? I hope the one friend that got back with you was at least Rachel Sage. No. Well, I didn't contact her because we have an open-ended contract. Oh, uh, oh, so oh, right, she's right. she's going to be on no matter what. But uh, no, the only person that contacted me was Shag. Hmm. Uh, wow. Oh, Shag, he's so cool. Yeah. So we'll have Shag and Rachel Sage, I guess, in the second half of the show. Oh, fantastic! Friday, uh, man, I'll tell you what, I've been so damn busy. But uh, Friday, uh, I was just going out of my mind. I thought, you know what, I'm going to take I'm going to take a two, two hour break. I'm going to drive to the theater. I wanted to see this movie here. Hmm. What's it called? Uh, the epic movie. Epic movie. Because yeah. I, like, I like these silly movies. Uh, you know, the like... Mo- the parodies. The parodies. Yeah. I like the... Uh, it looked my, funny. One of my, one of my favorites still is uh, Not Another Teen Movie. I like still like that movie, one. Like scary movies like that? Yeah, I like those. Those are kind of funny. But epic is supposed to be about, you know, the... the uh, what do you call? The people with the... Thing and the about the buttons. Narnia and, the and Narnia and uh, and the uh, Charlie and the yeah, Chocolate yeah. Factory and the yeah. Superman and the Harry you mean Potter Charlie and the Chocolate Factory chocolate. yeah and the, and, the, and the Harry Potter and the X Men X Men and the uh, and the the guy with the bosom buddies uh, the Castaway I mean of the, the, the Da Vinci Code <laughs> I can't believe that Tom Hanks Cast played uh, 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 Dominic Danucci. <laughs> da Vinci. Da Vinci. What's his name? Dominic Da Vinci. Yeah, I can't Dominic believe he played Leonardo Da Vinci in that. Yeah, da Vinci Leonardo code. Dominic. Yeah. I know it's amazing. Okay, it's really a stretch for a bosom buddy. It is. That was a joke that you guys ruined on me a long time. I'm ago. sorry. But anyway, you know, I thought you know this would be kind of good. Let me tell you, <laughs> not a laugh in the whole movie. Not uh, a laugh now, in the entire movie. Now, how many people were there? There were about, oh, like 20. There was pretty Did, many they for, didn't for laugh at like it? an 11. You know, I, I only go to like the 11 a.m. matinee. Right. Now, if it's a Friday, I was gonna sure. say, I sneak away. I got your $5 worth, you yeah. know? Right. There now, were two things that stopped me from walking out. The first was Fred Willer. Yeah, he's funny. Uh, he, he came on. Well, he wasn't actually a reason why I, I didn't walk mm. out. But he, okay. was, he was in. This cast was a great, fantastic cast. But there were just no jokes. Who were they? Let me well, ask you this, Wiggly. What? How was the popcorn? Well, you know well, that's all that really matters when a movie sucks. Well, hold on a second, hold on a second. Let's not get ahead of ourselves. Uh, right. Fred Willard, well, great that's cast. He, I know he was a you know great cast. You got that. Yeah. You got you got that lady that's in the movies that normally Fred Willard's in with that okay. whole that whole click from Spinal Tap. You know that and whole the thing. Guffman uh, yeah. and all that. Yeah, yeah. that whole that, and like the sub sub uh, sect of that click was in there. And then you had some of the like the scary movie type of. You had the one guy from. Uh, from the burger movie, Good I, Burger. I ate at Wendy's. What's it called? Yeah. Oh, you mean White, White Castle? Castle? Yeah. Oh, White Castle. Yeah. Lamar or Burton goes to White Castle and Wiggly. Yeah. Do you know Housing. who was in White that White Castle movie? The guy from Numbers. Oh, really? Num Threes. The, the kid that we like from Num yeah. Threes. Yeah. <laughs> Rebirth. That's right. Yeah. Yeah, I uh, I like uh, I like that, and uh, you know I like all the people in it, but there's just no jokes. Well, all they did was they were like. If I would have made Narnia, this is how I would have done it. And if I would have made uh, Charlie and Charlie and Charlie, uh, the, the Wonka f- fellow was played by, uh, you know, creepy guy from the Back to the Futures. Bitch. Oh, his name? Yeah, no, yeah. no, 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 no. The no. doctor, the, 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 the father. Oh, oh. Um, you know, and he was in Charlie's Angels. He, the creepy. Yeah, Joe. What's his name? The, uh, the character player. He um, was in Willard. Yeah, Willard. Oh, yeah. Oh. Uh, the character actor. Well, anyway, him. Me. Dad, anyway. dad, daddy Him was in it. And, uh, mm-hmm. you know, so you have this fantastic cast, but just nothing. It's just like, it was, it was like the same, it was like Narnia. Crispin, the same thing. Crispin Glover. Crispin Glovehead, yeah. Yeah. Glove compartment. Krypton he was Glove good. Man. He was great. And, uh, but nobody, you know, just nothing, nothing funny and. That's sad. And here's, here's the, here's the hottest, freshest joke that was in it. You ready for this? The, yeah. the albino fella 
Okay. From that's supposed to be like from the Da Vinci Code, okay. which I never saw. He's whipping himself and he's going. Yeah. He goes. This is his. This is his big joke. Okay. He says, "I'm Rick James, bitch." <laughs> oh, brother! Wow, we. Oh my that's, god! That, first of all, that, that's. I mean, that's Chappelle's gimmick. <laughs> it's not even Rick James. Yeah, but that's <laughs> you know I mean? so two years ago. It, it's it's a million years yeah. ago, but I mean, they might as well have said what up. But I mean, yeah, it's right. not they even. Did re- in it's the not, scary movies. Oh, they, that's true. See? But it's not even. Re- I mean, it's yeah. not even. It's not even a parody of Rick James. It's a parody of a bit that somebody else is. I somebody know. else does. It's it's not funny unless that other person's doing it. Yeah. You know, if you if you pimp slap somebody, you say I'm Rick James, but it's not funny because you're not right. Dave Chappelle. Yeah. Now yeah, if Dave Chappelle, the only person that can get away with that. If Dave Chappelle would have been playing the the albino, then that might have been funny. Right. You know, doing his shtick, but it just, you know, it's like, uh, I don't know, who knows. Hey, it's I like, ask you guys a question. Yeah. Because I never watch MTV, even back in the States. Yeah, but it all I'm not done. Oh, I'm very sorry. Yeah. The two things that stopped me from walking out. The first oh, yeah, was, that's right. I still had half a popcorn left. And the second one was that when it's 10 degrees outside, my chicken coop is in the 50s. Mm. So that was uh, the other reason. But now, when I, when I watch MTV, go ahead, chisel. When 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 you guys watch at MTV in the states, is there a show called Where My Dogs At? No clue. I have no idea. I don't watch the MTV much, so I don't either. I mean, by much, I mean over, ever. There's this cartoon called Where Where My Dogs At, and they're showcasing. Let's see, Snoop Dogg is one of the characters in this cartoon movie, and there's a guy that kind of reminds me of Fat Fat Albert from Fat Albert. But all they show is like I remember him. Fat Albert from Fat Albert. I mean, like titties. Yeah. And dicks and, and, and shit, and then, like, shit smeared on faces, and then, mm. like, dogs that have, like, poop coming out of it. It's the most bizarre thing. I don't <laughs> no, get it. sounds it. like my buddy. Can you record that for us? <laughs> yeah, well, you should go online and just, you know, it's probably Google, on the like, YouTube. Where, where my dog's at, you right. know, .de or something. Cause, and, and then they're huh. showing this, uh, yeah, it's just really bizarre. <laughs> I don't get it. Weird. Anyway, I just wondered if we were missing something in the States, but apparently not. Hey, uh, I don't know if I told you, Chiz, but we're going to be playing a Garfield in Northampton on the 16th. Yes, you did. I was wondering, mm. is that a really smoky place? Yeah, it's probably pretty smoky, huh? That sucks. I was getting quite do? nervous about that because I always lose my... Well, I lost my voice at the show we did at the Fun House when it was smoky. Yeah. But, yeah, no, I, I already told the guys here about the show, so okay. I just wasn't sure where it was at. So we do a double gig, right? We have the we have 15th a Thursday. Philly. Yep. At the uh, Tin Angel in Philly, and then Friday at the whatever at Garfield in Northampton, and also the 16th is when Chikara starts. Chikara will be in Hellertown yep, on the 16th. Right. On the 17th, yeah. it will be in Barnesville, Pennsylvania, and on the 18th, it will be in uh, Philly. And this is the big giant kickoff of their 2007 season. That's right. Whole you know, new year. And you know what else is on the 16th? What's that? What? My wedding anniversary. Uh, so I, one year. Yeah, one year. So I get to go, hey, uh, guess what? Guess what you get for your anniversary? Bye, I'm going paper. to Chikara. Get, <laughs> you get this ticket to Chikara. That's paper. What do you think about That's that? Right. She's going to say, F you. Mm. <laughs> oh, well. I wanted, well, Joe, you're coming to oh. our show, right? Which one? In Philly? No, the one, the I'm one going that we're to Chikara. doing. You're going to Chikara over a trap door gig? Well, where, okay, where is it at on the 16th? It's in Northampton. The Northampton. The Garfield. Yeah. Should I go to yeah. that instead of the Chikara? Hell yeah, because we have to miss Chikara anyway, so you may have to just be with us. Okay. And then we can catch, we can ch- catch Chikara Saturday and Sunday. This is true. This is well, true. Who knows? Well, don't don't say anything. Hey, uh, <laughs> I wanted to make two corrections while I have you on the line, Chiz, and we're going to let you go and uh, get on with the show. Uh, in the studio. Uh, first of all, was I wanted to not necessarily make, well, yeah, I wanted to make a correction. Uh, remember when I made that joke about peeing on myself? Yeah. yeah well, I've never, yeah. ever, 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 ever done that very Lies. Very much. Very much. <laughs> Did you say lies? Yeah, but I've never done mm-hmm. that very much. Now, uh, hypnosis, when you mentioned about the hypnosis, I didn't think about it. You know, I, you, you, you shocked me with it. I, I was going down one way, I didn't, and you threw the switch, and then, I didn't think about it, but you know, we, we, there's actually, um, 
you know, different levels. Well, I, I talked about that, different levels of, of what you could classify as hypnotism. We yeah. really need new and, uh, you know, a better language for to describe the different uh, steps. But uh, definitely we know about the, the problems with past life regression and uh, hypnosis for trying to remember things about uh, UFO abductions. And by problems, you mean fake. Right. Well, yeah. Well, no, you can actually implant these ideas because, All right. listen, to, to our brain, uh, I mean, we, you have dreams, right? Sure. You have dreams, Chiz, don't you? Absolutely. Did you ever have dreams of having sex or anything like that? Yeah. Something very physical and very stimulating, and does yeah. it feel like you're having yeah, sex? Yeah, because your brain doesn't know the difference yeah. between the dream and the real life yeah. there. So, I mean, You know what I dreamed about on Monday when I was really, or yeah, Monday when I was really sick? No. Throwing up? This is so bizarre. Um, well, no, I kept dreaming about food, and like that was making me even more sick. For some reason, I kept seeing big plates of food in front of me. But one dream I had, I dreamed about my deceased basset hound, uh -huh. and I dreamed that I was cutting off his legs. I was sawing oh off his back God. legs. Why do and you he... always bring up these type of discussions? That is weird. Cats. Well, and he didn't food. mind it. He, he oh, didn't he mind it, it. But it was, it was. Well, I'm just being honest. It's I know. Really, really bizarre, but. Maybe it's because they put Barbaro down, and I, I was psychically um, translating that in my dream. <laughs> Barbaro? Wow. Yeah, that horse. Yeah, horse. But isn't that what I thought that was naming your dog or something. Yeah, I have no idea. <laughs> yeah, that is a weird dream, Chizzy. It's <laughs> right, a so weird anyway, dream. But, that's thing. but I mean, you feel things, and, and uh, in fact, they did studies of uh, basketball players, and what they did was they had three groups, a control that did no practicing, a group that did practicing every day, practicing free throws, and then a group that practiced free throws only in their mind, imagine themselves mm. doing the free throws. And the people that, uh, I don't remember the exact results, but the control, of course, didn't improve, but both the ones that did it physically and did it mentally improved uh, significant yes. numbers. So, uh, so you know, there, there's no difference. And what happens is if, if you have someone that's going to talk you through something, they put you in this state of uh, being comfortable. You know, now it's not necessarily hypnosis, but it's, it's being comfortable. And you're comfortable and you get to that hypnopompic or if, hypnogognic, uh, either one, type of state where you're open to suggestions. Yeah. And a lot of times this is what happens with uh, child abuse victims. They'll, they'll go to see a somebody that practices regressive hypnosis, they take them to back to that time, and they, uh, they come up with all different types of stories of how they were abused or abducted by aliens in the Whitney Stryber type of case with the, well, who was the, who was the guy back in the day? Man, I remember I was in one, I was in a, a seminar, whatever you call it, burp, with, um, with Richard C. Hoagland, and in pops somebody and he says, hey, we have this room reserved, Dick, for whatever. And I said, and I looked at him and I said, I said, uh, oh, my gosh, I won't remember what his name. Oh, oh. Bub Slopkins, because it was Bob, Bob Hopkins. Oh, oh that's funny. And I said, Bub uh. Slopkins, because that's what we called him in the Trapdoor Comics. Right. <laughs> and uh, so, yeah, you know, uh, uh, Bud Hopkins is one of those people that, that uh, does the past life regression but you call him that yeah bub <clears throat> slopkins uh -huh. oh what bud hopkins that's funny right yes because he i mean he's big and respected back in that day too right because so he's that, mario sure i don't understand but uh what? yeah so oh no not that guy oh no but bud hopkins and, and i don't bob, know who we're talking bob hoskins yeah who you're talking about yeah that's what i thought no. you meant bud hopkins okay. is the guy all that, right that would uh, take people and 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 hypnotize them so that they oh, would remember okay. their alien abductions. Mm -hmm. So, what is the alien abductions? What are they really remembering? Uh, oh, it's just when they got thrown suggest, off the bridge or something. No, it's they? just it's just how you lead the person. Oh. They can develop false memories, and and they did a study with mm -hmm. this about uh, they they actually told a a younger uh, told a, a person. Uh, now, of course, they hopefully got consent and everything else, but they actually implanted false memories in, a, in a, an adult about when uh, their parents left them alone in a mall when yeah. they were a child. Yeah. And then they began to remember that event and thought it was real. And, of course, it wasn't. Right. It was simply a planet memory uh, that they achieved and, and uh, came to through uh, suggestions to a, hmm. um, an open type See. of consciousness like that. So... So that was just a little two bits of uh, addition to put on air. Hey, Chizzy, when you come back? 
Well, I fly back tomorrow um, late afternoon. My flight departs Frankfurt at 4.40, so I will arrive in the States around 7.30, 8 o'clock tomorrow night. So I'm looking forward to coming back. I I mean the 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 trip was fun and stuff. I had some good. I had some really great times. But I mean I had a lot of uh, you know upsets. So I am looking forward to to coming home tomorrow. I'm really excited. I set my alarm for six o'clock in the morning already. (laughs) Yeah, great. So yeah, you'll 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 be anxious to get back. Okay, uh, love. Well, thanks for calling in, and we'll talk to you. uh, I'll talk to you soon. If Absolutely. you're going to give me a call at uh, 6? At, oh, yeah, I can call you when I get up in the morning. Okay. I'll talk to you yeah. then, and then I'll see you tomorrow night after I'm done. we're done with the, the Chikara. Yep. Yeah, yeah, because I won't be back to my uh, – well, I'll call you when I'm in the States yeah, okay. and stuff. And uh, if I get a voicemail, I'll know that you guys are filming or whatever. Yeah. But um, I'll leave you a message and, and give you an estimate of what time I'll be back at my apartment. All right. See you now. All right. Bye, uh, bye Joe. Bye. And by Stan. <laughs> Brothers. Crickets. Okay. All right, you guys take care. <laughs> okay, see ya. Bye. All right, bye now. All right, Joe. Now, I wanted to tell you the other thing. The only, the only interesting thing that came out of seeing that uh, epic crap. Oh, there was something interesting. Yeah. Uh, okay. Now, don't look now. Okay. No, now, I'm going to show you this here. Now, now okay. maybe you've seen this. I hope not. But no, I don't know. Uh, I want to get your reaction <clears throat> as you watch it. So don't look now. And and hold on. Hold Tell on. Tell me when. Ho- ho- hopefully, uh, we can mm-hmm. run this in and not uh, break anything. Okay. Okay, now. Okay. Okay, you're going to watch this with me. I, hopefully, this is the first time you've seen this. A trailer for something. Yeah. Oh, I already know what it is because I heard about this. Did you? Oh, no. Uh-huh. Oops, I'm calling Shiz back. No. I'm buying that for you, too. Wiggly, why are you doing this to me? I'm going to throw up. The number 23. Oh, God. Wrenching Odyssey into paranoia. Exactly. horrifying metamorphosis ever told. I'm buying this for you. Can I guess that he's a dog catcher? All I could think Oh, my God. I met you when I was... 23. And the day we met was... September 14th. 9-14. 14 plus 9 is? 23. Is it all just a coincidence? I don't know. Oh, God. So what is 23? Well, this is real moving axes now. Uh-huh. geometry. The human body consists of 46 chromosomes. 23 from each parent. 2 divided by 3? Point. 666. Number the devil. So is 23 <laughs> That's a stretch. Yeah, that is. <laughs> all numbers. I was born at 11, 12 p.m. 11 plus 12. 23. My birthday, 2-3. Driver's license. Social security number. It's all 23. My AOL screen name. Constant 23. Exactly. You yourself with minutia and you've drawn wild conclusions from them. How many years ago were you constant 23? 23. Since I was 23 years old. Which was in 1995. Hell is waiting. 94, 95. Yeah. All messages reveal that you've what does taken that mean? other people's ideas. Or is it 1996. And they had to pick the number 23 to make a movie about. Yeah, so I saw that, and I, I, I see, you know, ruin your day, too. Thanks know, ruin a lot. your day. Yeah, well, I did hear that that was being made, like, over a year ago. Right, right. I didn't know it was actually coming out soon, but, um, yeah, it's, uh, yeah, okay, it, back when I was lived in Arizona, back in, like, 95, 96, I turned 23, and then I saw the number 23 coming up, and I wrote a story about how the guy that was supposed to be me and number 23 is coming up all over the place and all I see is number 23 everywhere and number 23 and it, I found out it was a number in the Illuminati and other things like that and um, I never but I never <laughs> it was never a horror movie so but it's funny because you know again all the numbers they could have picked they have picked that one mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. and again I told that idea to many people and, mm-hmm. you know whatever they stole it yeah. it's okay but I'm not going to say I wrote that movie because I just came no. up with that idea. Right. But anybody could come up with the idea about making a movie about the number 23. That's true. You know? But I just thought it ruined your, your day. Yeah, thanks. 
Hey, and uh, G Cracker sent me this. Of course, this is a news uh, interview about the uh, site. Well, I, I guess you, hopefully you'll be able to hear it if this uh, kicks up here. Okay. Uh, he found it on dig.com. G Cracker, of course, special to smart wrestling fan and loading. I'm going to try to. I can't even go to. Yeah. Uh, boy. Looks like it's. Oh, there, there it goes. And an online organization gets young tape themselves denouncing and denying God. This is Fox News. Why. Don't put anything Talking about blasphemy challenge. Right now. now, these are people that, of course, are Terrible denying the uh, existence of the Holy Spirit. Memes against the Holy Spirit will never be forgiven. He is guilty of an eternal sin. Is that Ultramantis Black? Yes. <laughs> Through basic observation of the world around me and logical thinking, I've come to the conclusion that alongside the fact that there is no Santa Claus, there is no Easter Bunny, there also is no God. Hi, I'm Anthony, and I deny God, Jesus, and the Holy Spirit. Now look at Why this are hundreds of teenagers making videos of themselves hundreds. denying God, in some cases even defacing Thousands. the Bible and posting it on the Internet? It's what? in response to a dare made by a group of atheists challenging believers, asking them to deny God's existence. And it's called, of all things, the Blasphemy Challenge. Why are they doing this? Joining me now, the co-founder of the Blasphemy Challenge, Brian Fleming. Brian, I think you're preying on young people, and in the process you're turning them into very angry young people. Why are you doing this? Well, wow, he's upset. Parents are going yeah. to terrorize their children with uh, religious indoctrination. I think it's important to reach those kids and to let them know there's nothing to be afraid of. And that's what BlasphemyChallenge.com does. It exposes the crock that is Christian doctrine and thus wow. relieves the suffering of innocent children. So, yeah, look at I mean, wow. this, you know, he's really uh, not, he's acting very intelligent, oh, yeah. and calm. Yeah, the I've other been guys a man, lunatic. Yes, I've been. Uh, you know, I've been. Uh, I've known about this organization for quite some time, and I, I was a I became a member yeah. when I first found out about. It. He's written a, a pretty good book and a DVD. And let's just hear how the, this fellow reacts. <laughs> you you think that uh, having young people renounce religion and 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 make statements? Now I don't know. It drops the audio there for some reason. Okay. Saying that you know I we I deny God, I deny Jesus, I deny the Holy Spirit, and I'll see you in hell. You think you're liberating young people? Absolutely. Uh, religious tyranny really has a hold on young people, and they really are innocent victims. And I, I do think that, that I'm liberating them or helping to liberate them from... Uh, liberating from them myths. from what? What is this tyranny you speak about? Well, to t Okay, so he asks a question, right? Right. He, he, he expects that he's not going to get any answer. Right. Unfortunately, he does. And, you know, he's not ready for an answer. He's just got his, right. his script of questions yep. and, and bullet points Let's that he wants this. to... This is good. You know blast off about take a child and to tell him that you know two thousand years ago a man died stayed dead for three days rose from the dead flew up in the air above the clouds but also he's with you right now as your invisible companion yeah. and if you don't believe that you're gonna go to hell that is psychological torture well Indeed. I mean first of all that's not what religions all about What religions all about is love God love your neighbor as yourself is that what it and is because I do that without religion life. yeah really and and not and not only that, but uh, uh, but you know he's absolutely right. I mean, uh, people. Uh, there was a, Solomon Rushdie gave a speech, and he said that a lady came up, either came up to him or wrote him a letter, and said that when she was a young young uh, child, and uh, her friend was not of the same faith that she was, and her yeah. friend uh, tragically died as an inf as a as a youngster, uh, she was told that. Um, that that child, because they were, I don't know, Presbyterian sure. or whatever, was going to hell. Oh, my God. Now, she, she later became, she later was, like, raped by, I believe, someone in the church, or it might have been someone just sure. not even whatever. And she said out of those two things, the, the, the being raped and being told that her best friend was going to hell, right. which one was the worst? She, she picked wow, the friend going to to hell was a more more damaging and traumatic experience. So here we go with this. Too. I don't notice anybody on any of these websites attack religions Wait. all about is love God, love your neighbor as yourself. And what well, you're doing is you're launching a campaign you you against young people. <laughs> and I notice it's all against Christians, too. Listen I don't this. notice anybody what? on any of these websites attacking Muhammad. Is there a reason why you just pick what? on Christians? You, you should only what? yell at Muhammad, you know? Yeah, you should tell. You, you should, should tell only Muhammad. yell at the people that aren't popular uh, in the in the America Ooh, that I don't believe the in. Gods, you should the only gods that aren't important in America. We we we'll just yell at them. You should only go after things I don't understand. Wow. I don't know the difference between a Sunni and a Shiite. This guy sounds like a big dummy. And then and, and you know because all the Sunni Shiites went into the towers. Wow. Now all, all I know, I now I wouldn't know the difference. Now I 
when I read about when I read the Quran, that was back when I was a teenager. So to tell you the truth, I didn't know the difference between a Sunni sure. and a, Shina, a Shiite until until we got into this war and this conflict. And I think it was like on um, on uh, what do you call this this fella the the prime news what do you call this news with the, the news daily, guy the Daily Show. Oh, they yeah, actually yeah. asked uh, our representatives, you know, uh, who the Taliban were comprised of that, that uh, went in, yeah. into the plane. Were they, you know, part Sunni, part sure. Shiite or whatever? And, and none of them got it right. Oh, Is that because they're easy target? Well, you should watch more videos because people do expand their list beyond the Holy Spirit. And Muhammad is mentioned in, in a lot of those videos. And, and yes, in, in my movie, The God Who Wasn't There, in fact, I, I criticize all religion. Not now, see, he, he made a movie called The God Who Wasn't right. There, and he made a DVD of this movie. Sure. Now, let's <clears> see <throat> how this, this uh, Fox News guy puts the spin on it. Not just, not just Christianity. The Blasphemy Challenge is focused on the verse uh, in Mark, Mark 3.29, and that's why it's about the Holy Spirit. Why. It's not just because. Yeah, but I'm going to just tell you, I watched, I watched YouTube yesterday, and I looked at a lot of these videos you got very young people saying you know i used to believe in god now i don't and yeah. I, i'm just saying i'm going to see you in hell and and it's all about christ i don't see anything on there about muhammad you say you're doing it i'm going to have to go and find it what? but i think you're manipulating these kids you're offering them dvds to go on and it's say something dvds and i don't understand why you're denying them the hope why you're offering dvds like uh you know like it's like, like he's, demons like he's offering no he's he's offering like a uh, happy oh, gilmore right, right. and like, oh sure uh, you know uh, the, 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 the the great space first season of lost DVD. you know and all this but he's not he's, he's yeah. he, they, they said that if the first so many thousands yeah. of people that that get to uh, copy his do, movie that he made about right. Jesus and right. the real truth and searching for the truth right. in Jesus now this person as a Christian should be interested in finding out yeah, about exactly. Jesus and why he believes mm. things but he doesn't he doesn't even know he this only passage. cares about yelling he doesn't yeah he he he's hooked on this I'll see you in hell well no one believes in hell that's right. taking this that's, blasphemy that's challenge right. that's the point if they believed in hell they wouldn't be denouncing uh, the Holy Spirit and condemning them they'd be scared souls. away exactly uh, this is awful yeah it is this, this is, guy's uh, this missing is the whole point news. and he's just so upset and angry yeah and you know what i i just watched a, a thing today from crossfire with frank zappa from back in the 80s and it's almost the same yeah. type of rhetoric going on here you're denying them a chance to believe that there's a higher Deny power them a chance to I believe don't, what, what's driving you why are you so angry about this what? why are you denying the, them which is yeah. the angry guy why are here? you denying them a chance to believe in a high an existence of a higher power first of all you d you don't get a chance as a young kid to believe or not to believe no, you just you said you have kid. to. When you, you didn't we even didn't, say you have to. And we didn't even have to. We weren't allowed to stay home from church anyway. No way, I had man. to get much older before I said, I'm just not going to go. Hell yeah. You are given no choice as a youth. Right. Into what you want to believe. You just have to go. What you want to eat. You're not given a chance. Do you want to eat it's your It's not like you your live your in a pet, restaurant. Pet dog. You, you know? You, you don't want to eat. Exactly. You, you have to. You eat hot dogs. You eat. I want hot eat dogs. Eat what you get Did, give, if, given to you. If you're shown a cute little piggy when you're a kid. You probably won't start taking a bite out of its leg. No. But you're given a hot dog. You don't know it's that same it's cute little fun. piggy. You eat you it know? when you're two, so you like it. You know, the, your parents just give you this shit. Don't don't allow you to make any type of choices. Why are you denying the people the, the right to believe? <laughs> well, I want to hear what he says about why he's so angry. Your beliefs, but yeah. why are you out there trying going after these kids? Well... These kids are not being left alone. A religious indoctrination is being visited upon these kids against their will. So exactly. it's not as if you know, religion isn't bothering me or other people. It, it, it is. And that, that's why I, I don't settle for just uh, staying neutral and, and, and keeping out of, out of the fight. Brian, look, there are people of faith who do amazing things around. I'm really worried about this. I'm really worried about you. This thing made me sick. I wish people go on and take a look at it. They wouldn't believe Wake what up. you're doing here. But religious people do great things around the world. They give up their lives, and they, yet you're attacking them. Religious, they sure Who, do. What? For the, for the Inquisition, they give up their lives. The only reason why we have wow. wars is for religious reasons. <sighs> for dogmatic, religiosity type of reasons. I mean, <laughs> any war you could think of is almost entirely based on yeah. religion. Almost entirely. Almost entirely. I mean, there there are a few, and and even like I I talked about on Wiggly World, you know, Hitler. He he definitely he he wasn't pushing a religion, but uh, it was more secular. But his <clears throat> beliefs became a a dogmatic uh, view on yeah. life, and a, a very very similar to religiosity. And telling kids that somehow they're evil. No, it, I mean, for you to, uh, yeah, there are a few religious people who do good things. There are a lot of religious people in the world, and there are a lot of people who do really good things, yeah. and people do really good things in the name of religion. True. That doesn't excuse.
the, the mental torture that is religion, especially visiting religion upon young, young people. I, I don't know any young person that's in torture. In fact, this morning I was with about 300 parents, little kids playing basketball. It was just fantastic, all run by Christian people. Oh, how pretty. And, uh, I, 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 I think that atheists can play basketball, too. Yeah, I, I think they can, too. But you know what? All these volunteers and with connecting them together, they're all Christians. But, Brian... I what? hope you turn That's around. Thank you for being with us. Check out foxnews.com tomorrow night. And he night laughed line. at him because he's, he's edumacated and that, the other guy's just angry exactly. for no reason. And that's too bad that they had to become part of a cult to play basketball. Yeah, that's fine. And let's not even get into sports. <laughs> because in basketball, there's a losing team and a winning team. Yeah. And how does that little kid losing team feel? <clears throat> you can ask a little kid. Yep. And you can teach them. It's all about just playing the game. It's not yep. about winning and losing. You know what? You're full of shit. Because <laughs> when I was a little kid, it was def- I definitely felt a lot better when I won of than when I lost. How about you, Joe? Yeah, Even you- though I knew it was all for the game. It doesn't matter if game. it's fun. I play video games all the time. I want to win. I want to beat somebody. I don't want to be the loser every time. But when you were a little kid, do you buy that? the, the good sp- And, and, and no. let's look at sports. No, let's all, we look wanted, at sports. all we wanted to do was win. Professional sports. How much good sportsmanship is shown in professional well, sports? none anymore. <laughs> oh, my money. gosh. Yeah. When you have to make rules that you can't dance after you make a touchdown... You know, or there's something incite a riot. Yeah, exactly. I mean, I mean, when you're in a, when you're in a football game, you want to murder the other team. When you're in a basketball team, a game, you want to be able to hit someone as hard as you can without drawing the foul. Right. You know, let's. This is the, the, this person's perception is all out of whack, unfortunately. And unfortunately, you know, this is what Fox News is about. And this is what happens when you get your news from, you know, Mickey Mouse, Donald Duck, and. Bugs Bunny and well, who's on Fox? The Simpsons, I guess. This is yeah. what happens when you get. Well, I like this. Actually, Simpsons is uh, more realistic than Fox News. That's for sure. Well, it is. That's absolutely true. Yeah, yeah. So I, I started. Uh, so I wa- what did I watch over the weekend? And we got to get to our musical guests. Is yeah. Says I. Um, I realized that. Well, first of all, wow. Remember yesterday on the uh, Smart Wrestling Fan? I told you I got that that lucha. Yeah. Lucha. The Lucha, uh, um, oh, geez. Revolucha. Yeah, Revolucha. Revolucha. Yeah. And let me tell you, what a production this is. It's awesome. Oh, man, I can't wait to put this up next oh, week on our sweet. auction. Because this is an independent group that really has the production value in their product. Nice. They got it all. They have a great set. They they use a crane. Wow. In uh, to, to film it. That's it's set fancy. up with a stage. It has excellent lighting. Uh, and, uh, just, uh, you know, this is beyond the wrestling. Now, where is this, uh, where is this recording? It's out of Detroit, Michigan. Okay, Michigan. Right. So, wow, you know, I mean, Michigan's a big city, no doubt. I thought you were going to say, like, I couldn't believe, I thought it was Hollywood. Yeah. Or, you know, mm-hmm, some, some, mm-hmm. some other place, uh, New York, yep. uh, you know, some other place with, with, uh, with an eye for big production values. But even the lay, even the DVD, uh, creation, the covers, the fly ins, uh, the motion graphics, all really good. And, you know, I need that type type of thing to help, you know, stimulate my creative juices as well. Yeah. Not, not so I go out there and rip it off. No, but so you but, could see that. So I know that, <clears throat> man, I should be using my yes. mm-hmm. my artistic abilities. Mm-hmm. And Now, the latest issue of the Chikara Podcast, Agogo, you have seen a little bit more refined uh, openings, credits, and fly-ins. Sure. Because um, these are something I've been working on over the past few weeks. But they're nothing where I could be with them. In fact, I don't think I've ever produced anything, be it music, artwork, or whatever, that really hit my right. full potential. And this is sad. Um, and you lose sight of that as well when you're so busy, as busy like as as I've been in these past few weeks. And, you know, I've just been so busy that I haven't been able to take in any new information. And that's why it was good for me to try to get out and see that movie. Now, that movie just sucked. Right. It didn't stir anything except yeah. that knowing that I could do a much better job giving that money. Please give me that money, and you'll see. <laughs> exactly. Uh, but most of my time is spent, you know, trying to scrape together just enough loot and enough time to try to do anything whatsoever. Right. And I'm involved with so many projects that it just nothing reaches where I, I wish it could. Uh, but then at night, I, I rewatched, well, actually, I fully watched through Donnie Darko. Oh, okay. And boy, if that doesn't get the creative juices flowing, yeah. I don't know what will. So fantastic with that. And I can tell you will know an age difference in, in people by 10 years. People yeah. that were sort of, people that are sort of, sort of, uh, 
uh, like you, like uh, creative on a cutting edge, mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. think differently, things like that. If you know the difference between eat my fuck asshole and suck my fuck. If you know the difference between those two <laughs> phrases, yeah, then you will uh, be able to tell someone's age. Because for you, if I would say "suck my fuck," then you would probably know that because of Donnie Darko, right? But if if I hear "eat my fuck asshole," what's that from? What the fuck does "eat my fuck" mean? That's from the decline of Western civilization. Okay. Uh, it right. was a movie about the punk movement that yes. I was heavily involved in. You know when it when it first right. started. Now in '79, I was watching. I, I was reading about it in People magazine. Every now and then, they would have a shot of a punk girl that looked sort of like a cat you know with the dyed hair on the mm-hmm. side and and then uh as in in very early 80s that's when i started getting into it with uh, lots of different uh culture and and things like that so that was very good watching the donnie donnie darko i like that um yeah it's a good movie i don't actually own it i need to get that oh really yeah oh. and you know i need to see that um the the uh revolution before you sell it yeah i'm, I'm uh, definitely going to show that to you okay, and cool. I didn't, and after when when Donnie Darko ended, man, uh, I didn't realize how much pain I had been in for I don't know how long. I got so much pain inside mm. uh, that it sort of started to crop out, but it's still mm. really repressed. Yeah, I haven't cried in years. I haven't either. I am unable to. That's that's what's happened to me, and, and I regress after my you know my divorce. Yeah, uh, that's really bad. I really need to let that out. I think it's been, I have to think of how many years it's been, 1998, I want to say, 97. it's been like almost 10 years, it's almost a decade. So when I when I should have cried at the end of it, I, right. I instead got like, really like, ah, my heart. Right. But then uh, the, other, the other fantastic beam of light uh, is in this new book that I'm reading called uh, uh, The Wisdom of Your Cells, and of course I'll go into this deeper on, on A Wiggly World, but... Uh, Bruce H. Lipton, Ph.D., uh, brings out a lot of very interesting things. Now, I want to try to find, of course, the counterbalance to him, but uh, definitely there is reason for the Wigglies in the world because of things like this fantastic book. Uh, Bruce Bruce, uh, Lipton talks about the wisdom of the cells. In other words, uh, what he really is saying in this, in, in his study of biology, in his study, his studies of cells and stem mm-hmm. cells in the 70s yeah. and things like this, uh, he found that, that normally we think that you get, um, you get, like he, he would take, stem, he would take cells and he would expose them to different environments. Yeah. And through the environments, mm. the cells would change to be, like a take on characteristics of like a leg cell or okay. a lung cell or a, or whatever yeah. cell just based on changing the environment that he put the cells in hmm. not based on the dna and the the genes yeah. in the cells in fact if he removed he found that if he removed the nucleus of the cells the cells did not die yeah. until they needed to repair their limbs hmm. repair their uh, well limbs repair different parts of the cells and reproduce. In fact, that he found that the that the cell membrane is what really contains everything. The the reaction to the environment and keeps everything going, because the uh, the common thought is that um, he found that really that the the genes were just more of a uh, f- uh, reproductive type of okay. well, it was the blueprint. Yeah. Now, in the beginning of it, now this is very fascinating. In the beginning of his, his uh, the book, the first, and I'm only a third of the way through. In the beginning of the book, he talks about how he makes a very good uh, point about you can't just take a blueprint and th- throw it in, bury it in the ground. A, an architect can't take a blueprint, right? Throw it out in the ground, come back makes, later, and makes there's the a house building. It grew, yeah. yeah. Uh, so he makes some really, really good logical, logic-based reason uh, um, assumption, not assumption, okay. but uh, conjecture. And uh, but then in the same, you know, in the same book, he talks about us building our own reality. Now, I thoroughly agree that we make our own realities. However, I I, I put in another an additional word, and that is, I believe that we create. Uh, we I believe that we build our own perception of reality. Mm-hmm. And this also got me getting back into quantum physics, getting back into uh, Stephen J. Hawking's and things like this, getting into uh, the beginning of the universe, getting into what we observe, getting into the 
um, the things I, I, I remember I, I gave just a short little very brief uh, description of quantum physics yeah. mm-hmm. in an early episode. And what I described there was the um, Heisenberg uncertainty principle. Right. And, uh, but, uh, yeah, what was I saying? Um, yes, but I also wanted to, to say, uh, expound on a little bit more about the, the, the particle duality. Oh, right. I don't, you, you know, I remember that, duality. Because it's either, yeah. you know, something, if, if you try to measure, um, right, you a, cannot, a photon, right. it's, uh, they measure, they measured it two ways. They, <clears> they changed the experiment. They first tried, they want to find out if a photon was a particle or if it was a wave. Right. And a wave is just energy. You know, it's just, it makes yep. a wave pattern, it's energy, and it waves out like a like an ocean wave. Or you can think of that little uh, wave thing they use for the airport express, that little sound yep. wave, uh, that parent, what do you call a bracket? What do you call a a thing? Like They're that parentheses. Your, yeah, parentheses. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And paren. Uh, you know, you can think of it, try to think of it like that uh, for visualization. But so what they did was they conducted an experiment. One photon fired down a tube, and they cut a tiny little slit that only one fo- photon could fit through. They did that, and then they put uh, some paper on the other side that could could uh, measure uh, light. Mm-hmm. And they fired it through there, and the fo- the one photon bounced around in there and found the little hole, went through, and it made a tiny little mark on the thing. Right. Then they, what they did was they they put two slits mm-hmm. in the in the uh, in the uh, the material that the photon yeah. had to pass through, lead or whatever. And then they fired one single photon again, and when the photon had a choice to make, it decided to. Go through both and become a wave pattern okay. because it made an interference with itself right. uh, on the on the on the photo paper. So this is, means to people that in quantum physics that that the experimenter affects the outcome. Right, exactly. Of, and with the whole Schrodinger's cat thing, you know, there's a cat in a box and you can't see it. Right. And, an, and a radioactive isotope is released. Is the cat living or dead? It's neither until the person looks in there. It's right. in a state of, of nothingness. It's a bad example because a cat is a sentient being right. that could observe itself. But, uh, but, you know, that's the, the type of quandary type of thing. It's, it's not, it's not like, a, does a tree fall in the woods? That's, that's really a, a, just a thing for thinking. If a tree falls in the woods, does it make any sound? Well, yes, because sound waves are made by moving, uh, you know, kinetic energy through the air and then it makes sound. So, yes. Of tree falling, it yeah. would make a sound. Because, mm-hmm. uh, that's really not either here or there. But it's more about Schrodinger's cat and more about the, the, the thing. But the thing is that they say that because of the, the action, of, that's a big part of physics, because of the actions of the observer mm-hmm. changes uh, what we see. So as, as much as we keep trying to observe the uh, universe, it'll keep expanding to escape right. our gaze. And uh, even, um, even my buddy... Um, Oh boy, I'm throwing around a lot of names. Guy McGuireson. Yeah, Guy McGuireson. Even my buddy Alan Watts, uh, yeah. you know, was big about you know we can't we can never find out because they'll keep trying to universe will keep right. trying to escape us our uh, observation. Uh, but in my opinion, I think that the I think the factor that needs to be added in even to quantum physics is that what makes it so that it appears that the actions of the observer influences the reaction right. of the, the I think there's another element in there that's happening. Yeah. Uh and I you know I, I can't wait to read the but the reason that we need the wigglies of the world is because you know this is some really interesting and stuff that makes a lot of sense. He uses a lot of the scientific method. I mean there's a PhD in back of his name, but see what what I mean, a PhD doesn't really mean anything. So right. It means that you means that you took the time to go and follow a curriculum mm, and right. pass tests based on that curriculum. Now, the problems with me um, in higher education is I would love to take courses. I would love to take classes. Yeah. I don't necessarily want to be tested on them because on tests, by the time I'm ready to take a test on a book that has been written about a, a, a subject that is constantly evolving like science is and science must do yeah. because of its nature, by the time you're ready to take that test, most of those answers are incorrect. But yet right. you have to give those answers on the test yeah. in order to pass. Uh, so that's why I have a problem with this. This is a, this is a, an incredibly changing, um, you know, uh, area. And there's so many sciences. I would love to do it, but I mean, I but if I want to hear another person talking about things, I can easily do it on television, through books, or whatever. 
and uh, and papers and stuff like that. And that's why uh, I had to say that the other day I'm sitting on a toilet, I look at my balls, and I get I stand up in the mirror because there's a mirror right in front of my toilet, and I'm like. Holy shit! I'm like growing sideburns on my balls. I'm like 1974 sideburns going on there. That's how busy I've been. I can't even keep an upkeep of my own under ah, riggings. Thanks for sharing. I'm that like, with what everybody. the hell? And I got in the shower. And I'm like, I looked down. Like Hugh Jackman. How the hell did you get in here? Ah. Fucking Hugh Jackman <laughs> on my balls. Oh God, he's a nut. That Hugh Jackman. Percent mm-hmm. like barrage. <laughs> <laughs> uh, an damn rage. Well, what does he do? Well, I I don't I remember the other one. Yeah. Uh, hey, claw. There you go. Hey, let's <laughs> listen to uh, new friend request. Let's listen to our shag our shag song now. Why don't you blow me? I love it. Blow your horn on that one. Wow. Reminds me of the old uh, the Ant in the Aardvark. No. It oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, a little. That bit. was some. That was some cool, cool music. I know was it that, was uh, Marcini. I think it was. Yeah, and it was good. Something like that. You mean Mancini? Mancini. Yeah, Mars. Mars Cini. Yes. Mars Mancini. But yeah, that was awesome. Yeah. I like it. And now, before you know what, we're gonna go out. You have anything to say, John? Because I gotta. I don't have much to say today. Sorry. No, that's good. That's all good. Oh, well, you, well, you did. You did your reaction to that 23 movie. I'll, oh, that was made me sick. If you don't know about 23 and all that, then you just have to go back to former episodes. By the way, yeah, we, uh, wow, Joe, uh, is Smart Wrestling Fan popular? I cannot wait for tomorrow's numbers because awesome. we are at 80% of a terabyte of downloads. Holy cow. Thank goodness today is the, the last of the day month. of the month. Good. Because Whoa. I don't think we could take another day. We have blown through... A terabyte of Woo. bandwidth. That means that you do the math and yeah. try to figure out how much 50 well, megs a lot. goes into a terabyte. How many people have to download to almost reach a terabit of data it's bandwidth of with 50 meg files? Uh, and that's the and, and Smart Wrestling Fan is the only show that goes through there. Right. All these other ones go off of uh, another server. Uh, share another terabit. So I that think is crazy. we've increased uh, dramatically. By the way, go to dig.com and dig us if you haven't done this already. That's two Gs. D-I-G-G dot com. Sign up. It's free. 
We really need you because every single one of our shows can be on page one if only all of our subscribers would dig us. Right. Or even half of our subscribers. We could really be on page yeah, one and Dig of Dig. Isn't, Dig isn't resubscribing to the shows nope. or anything. All it is is almost like it's like you sign up and you say, I like this, click, 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 done. What Dig is, it's if easy. you don't know, it's, it's, a, it's a news type of uh, website. You go to the website and you can get all these different, any, any uh, show that provides an RSS feed, and you don't need to know what that is. Like us, we provide an RSS feed. News organizations provide RSS feeds. Bloggers provide RSS feeds. Anything that provides an RSS feed gets culminated in this big web called Dig. And you go to Dig, you sign up, they don't spam you, they don't do anything, nothing bad for you. Uh, and you sign up for there, and then you can dig on different news things that interest you. And it's all sort of based on, well, blueberries. Blueberries, uh, that's another thing we're involved with. I'll get to that. But Dig, let's concentrate on Dig now. <laughs> You go there, sign up for it, then you go to the podcast section and do a search. Remember, go to the podcast section, do a search for Wiggly. And you will find all the podcasts we're involved in, including Magic Milkshake Machine, Chikara, and all this other things. And if you click on Dig on any one of those shows, then that will help us. Yeah, it will. And it'll, put, it'll expose us to more and more people that might like and enjoy our show. So do that. And I forget where I was at. So do the dig, good. and that's good. Yeah. And now I want to do a part of the show where that we call "Hey, You, the Guy." Okay. And now let's bring out our special guest. Hey, 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 hey you. Hey, you, you, you the guy. Hey, hey. Hey, hey. Hey, you. Are you? Hey, hey. Hey, hey, you. You. Hey. You. You the. Why, you. Hey, you. You the guy. Hey. Hey! Hey, you! You're the guy, you're the guy! Oh, hey! Hey! You're the guy! Hey! You! You! Hey! Hey! Hey, you! You the guy that hey! You! You the guy that you hey you! Hey you! Hey! Alright, that's enough of that. That was good. I don't know about we that. We need that on every show. It's kind of lousy. <laughs> it was much funnier when I was doing it by myself at <laughs> 3 in the, in the morning. Mirror. In the 3 in the morning, I'm sitting here. <laughs> Hey you! It's fun. I'm yelling at my my poster of a Power Mac G4. I was like, "This is hilarious." <laughs> I'm tired. <laughs> All right, that was great. Let's go out with a song by Rachel Sage. Oh, geez, I don't even know what I'm going to play here. Play this song. Okay, we have a winner. I like it. I think we're going to play now. This is off the Blistering Sun. Now, if you don't know the blah the blah 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 blah, 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 blah. we don't know about the Blistering Sun. Well, it won awards. Oh, lots of awards. Yeah. One of the awards it won was best. Album art poster. Hey, I wonder who drew that. And I drew it. Everybody. Awesome. So, uh, so go buy the blistering sun. You can buy that right from Magic Milkshake Machine website. To buy it, purchase it through iTunes if you want a digital download. Now, if you want it through uh, a Touch and Feel, you can do that through CD Baby mm. or mm-hmm. uh, or go to uh, rachelsage.com. It's R A C H A E L S A G. You can get links from our damn site. She was on our show. Yep. We're gonna go out with hit song by Rachel Sage. Hey, that's it for today's show. I hope that you enjoyed it. Tune in next week when we should be more back to normal. Yeah. We'll be. We're also part of podcastmafia.net. Don't forget. Go there. Support those guys. A lot of funny guys from all over the world, all over this country, all over the Australia, all over the other places. Yeah. Magic Milkshake Machine. Dot com, all that. Go to wigglysworld.com. Find out. Rachel Sage, The Blistering Sun. Shut your light up. <laughs> let's, let's try it again.